All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Today, I talked to O'Shea Jackson Jr. He played Ice Cube in the movie Straight Out of Compton. He's also Ice Cube's son. He's also been in Den of Thieves, Long Shot with Seth Rogen, the Star Wars series Obi Wan Kenobi. And he's in uh, he's in Cocaine Bear, which is in theaters now. I did not ever talk to his father. His father was supposed to come at some point, then cancel. We don't know why. But this is Ice Cube's son, and we had a great talk. We had a good time, laughs, nice pace. Talked about his relationship with Cube. And then as he was uh, walking out, I said, tell your dad to do the show. Tell, I, is it the Jewish thing? Tell him I'm one of the good ones. And uh, O'Shea laughed and then said, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was the best parting shot, but it happened. It happened. But uh, it was an enjoyable conversation. So what is going on? I, um, well, first of all, I'm still doing this vegan thing. And as I told you guys, I got a little strung out on the cigars and I, and I knew it was happening, but it happened. I got strung out. You can only justify that it's vegetation for so long. And I got hopped up on nicotine and I got addicted to fucking nicotine. So I had to get off of those. So the last three or four days, I just went cold turkey. I was smoking at least one cigar a day. And, you know, and that's a lot of nicotine, I'm not inhaling them, but you're absorbing that shit. So I had to deal with the with the goddamn nicotine Jones. I had to deal with the the little uh, the nicotine withdrawal, which is not nothing. You get pretty fidgety. You drop things. You're a little like jerkish, uh, easily aggravated. Um, but I knew what was going on. It's interesting to have lived a life and been through so many different types of withdrawal or had enough experience with uh, certain types of addiction. Uh, it could be sugar, anything, anything that jacks that dopamine up. Uh, and then once it's pulled out, you, you got to reckon with that. And, and I was pretty cool about it. So I think I'm out of the woods in terms of physical addiction. Now I just have to, you know, not romanticize the fucking things. I, my idea around those is like, I'm not a regular cigar guy. You know, I'm not a cigar bro. I'm a guy that enjoys a drug and I'll do it by myself on my porch and just sit there and get sweaty and nauseous alone. And I don't inhale, but it gets in there. And I was having a hard time breathing, so I kicked. I'm day four kicking. Always, it's it's good to stay busy. And there's no better way to stay busy than to get compulsive about something, maybe get addicted to it, and then take it out of your life. Makes things just exciting. And you don't know, you can't trust your emotions for a few days. Yeah, never a dull moment. And it's not like I'm not doing stuff, you guys. I mean, I'm busy. I'm, I'm taking trash cans in back and forth. I'm doing laundry, I'm washing dishes, I'm cooking lentils, you know, I'm playing with cats, I'm cleaning boxes, I'm cataloging things, I'm sending stuff to Goodwill, my days are full, I'm talking to celebrities. I was taking my cans back in when Brooke Shields showed up and offered help and I said, no, that's not part of it, this is not part of the experience, Brooke, I'll take this can back and you and I'll sit down and, and chat. What a great thing that was, talking to Brooke Shields right here. The show at Largo went great. The band never sounded better. We nailed Warfrat. We did good on Ring of Fire. We did good on What Goes On. Did beautiful on uh, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Did a nice Hey Joe. Did a nice blues jam up front. 
We didn't get to the George Jones number because I rambled on too long. But I'm talking about my life. And it's weird when I talk about my life as it currently stands. You know, my relationship with Kit, where I'm at mentally, where I'm at with, you know, my, my certain belief around how many fucks I need to give about almost everything at this point. I mean, what am I going to do? I've said my piece and I've said it over and over again. And it's to some people, it's salve. It makes them feel better. You know, but no joke I do about the reality of impending fascism is going to stop fascism. You know, the, 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 the jig is up in terms of how we've insulated ourselves into our certain, you know, intake universes. And it, it doesn't matter. It's not like I'm going to do a joke about fascism and it's going to go viral and all the fascists are going to start crying and realize it's their dads or that they really want dick. You know what I mean? What an amazing joke. Fascists around the world are crying and, 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 and hugging each other. And some of it is ending up in uh, fairly aggressive but consensual uh, gay sex around the world because of this one Mark Maron joke. Amazing. And a lot of them are just, you know, uh, screaming about their fathers in the midst of fits. What an amazing joke that was. Now we're back to, to some progressive policy and a more tolerant world. Thank God for that one Mark Maron joke about fascism. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think so. So in light of that, how much do I have to say? What, what haven't I said? How many times do I got to say it before it's sort of like, I've I did all I could. I did all I could. And that's not giving up. It's just sort of like, I, there it is. Take it. I'm going to go have a shot at enjoying the atmospheric river. When are planes going to start falling out of the sky? That's my worry. It's like, you know, it's like with all this shifting weather, you don't hear a lot about like, you know, I've heard a couple of stories about some massive turbulence. Like it's how much, how long is it going to be before air travel is grounded because of insane weather in the upper levels of the atmosphere? Huh? See, now what did I just do? I just created a new thing to worry about for people who hadn't thought about that. And I have no solution for it because it's over. And I just kind of want to go, you know, sit somewhere and look at pleasant wildlife and water. Do you hear me? Are you hearing me? Is everything all right? Okay, look, I had a good time talking to O'Shea Jackson, and I think you'll have a good time listening to it. Cocaine Bear uh, is uh, is currently playing in theaters, and this is me talking to uh, O'Shea. You're a studio kid. You spent your childhood sitting at a giant board of knobs. Yeah, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, I can't. Like, I imagine you were just sitting there. <laughs> because, I mean, when were you born? 91. So what what was he working on then? And mm. when do you first remember sitting there at your dad's, at the board? Well, in the, it's not the house I grew up in, but, right. like, the first house that I can remember. Yeah. Um, we had a studio 
in, in the backyard. Yeah. I would constantly hear, you know, beats of songs that were never made and, like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, loud music is where I'm most comfortable. <laughs> My mom was pregnant with me in the studio. <laughs> with the bass going. Yeah. 808s. It's funny, man, that, like, I play music, but music guys, that's all they do all day long. Yeah. Like, you know, when you say there's a lot of stuff that wasn't released, it's there's always more stuff. Yeah, always. Because people don't realize that's all they're doing is sitting out there doing that. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Every, every day. My dad, uh, during the pandemic, built a studio in the house so he didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. And, like... There's no way he's not deaf. Yeah. (laughs) It's like crazy. Shakes the house. But he loves it? He loves it, man. When um when he goes on the road, it is it's it's different. Mm. You know, my dad to me, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Ice cube, yeah. When he gets in his ice cube mode, <laughs> yeah, man, kid in a candy store. I, I, I love when I was 18, my dad took me on the road, right? And uh, I was with my older brother Daryl, hype man, uh, built the, the set. I was part of crew, yeah, broke down the set when it's time yeah. to leave, yeah. And it's just something about seeing him on stage when he's on one, like when he's in it, yeah. Man, it, I, you could just tell he's he's <laughs> the happiest he he's could be, you know? I love that part of him. Well, there is something about like like that that crew of guys, you know, as they get older mm-hmm. and they've branched out that you you know, whatever that original character was yeah. is just part of the a uh, uh, a spectrum of characters, right? Right. And they all seem like, you know, I remember when culturally you just start seeing these guys soften up a little bit. You're like, hey, they're not so, they're not so mad. They're not so. I mean, my, my dad, yeah. and you know, when he was his hottest, yeah. one of the most feared humans on, on the planet Earth. Right. His best song, like his number one song is Today Was a Good Day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know. Right. But I mean, was it. Because I'm not like a huge, you know, rap guy. I know enough, and I like you were great in the movie, mm. but I, I think that's where I learned the most about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hear about it and see documentaries about it, but you know, to, to have it unfold as a narrative, and I, he was happy with it. Was everyone happy with it? Oh, absolutely. You know, like, everybody signed off on that thing. Yeah, dude, that was a uh, straight out of Compton. I I got into acting. Strictly because of that movie. I was supposed to be a writer. That's what I wanted to do. Wait, so like, well, let's go back though. Like when you're a kid, you got an older brother and two other sibs? Yeah, I got an older brother, Daryl, and then I got uh, my little sister, Karima, and my little brother, Sharif. How much older is Daryl? Daryl is about four and a half, five years. Oh, older. really? Yeah. Wow. Your dad must have been a kid when he had it. <laughs> But my my brother Daryl yeah. is from uh, a previous relationship with my mom. Oh, it's from your the, mom. Yeah the the thing that signed off like my whole existence. Yeah, is how Daryl and my dad connected from the jump. Yeah, like it was you know like my mom describes it as magic. You really, know? they just 
instantly loved each other. And as a lady, <laughs> you when you see that with your kid, it's like, yeah, that, that's the guy. That's the guy for sure. They instantly loved each <laughs> they other. They loved each other. What's that guy do, Daryl? Daryl is, he he's on the music side. I'm on the movie side. My brother's on the music side. Yeah. Um, he previously was trying to find artists, but... Anybody who's in that field knows how much of a headache artist can be. Yeah. But my brother, he has a talent. I call Daryl the bridge. Yeah. Daryl can get connections to anything. Oh, yeah? You want in, you got to talk to Daryl. Oh, really? Daryl will get you in. Like <laughs> He's got guys. He connects. He the guy. Wherever he goes, he networks. He's just a beast at that. And so, like, you know, that's what he do. So it's funny. So, like, you guys really kind of grew up in show business in a way. Yeah. So, but, like, your earliest memories, like, I mean, is it, was the, was, who was the cast of characters? I mean, was Dre around, was there, or was that after? Was you born after? No, um, nobody really from NWA except for later in life, uh, I had, I had a connection with MC Ren yeah. and DJ Yella. They, yeah. you know, they were on the road uh, a bunch of times. Right. But like, no, my my dad has kind of had the same tight circle. Um, we've lost a couple of members, actually a lot of members. Yeah. Like, rest in peace, DJ Crazy Tunes, my uh-huh. uncle Star, Big Herc. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just my family has been such a tight knit group. It, it it wasn't you know music videos all the time around the house, you know? Yeah. I, I think the the artists besides my dad that I have the biggest connection yeah. with is probably Dub C. My, yeah. my, that's my dad's right-hand man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And you, and that's your whole life. hmm Yeah. But, like, when you're growing up, because, it, you know, to pull back the, the veil a little bit, I mean, like, your grandparents are around, right? Or yeah. were? Yeah. And they were part of your life? Yeah. Yeah, and like that was pretty normal, right? You know, yeah. Um, yeah, my uh, I just lost uh, my mom's mom, my, yeah. my grandmother Dolores, uh, a little over a year ago. Yeah, uh, hit the family hard. Yeah. But um, yeah, my grandparents still uh, they were a major part of my life. Uh, so normal good. life, you know. That's my dad's so just on TV. I know. But, he, <laughs> but like, but you said he's on TV, but he was also like you said, like the most feared person in the world. <laughs> Yeah, like, but you know, I have to assume, like, would you, like he always had a good relationship with his folks, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they're they're proud of him and not everything else. It yeah, wasn't. and he's the baby of his uh, side of the family. So like, when you're the youngest, yeah, and you knock it out the park yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the pride and joy. And I have to, I imagine that because I'm not, I'm just drawing this conclusion yeah. on my own because I, I look, we're doing this whole wrestling thing. So we we recently went to AEW and yeah you know, I interviewed uh, Tony, Tony Khan yep. and uh, and Jericho mm-hmm. and uh, Friedman and and Cole Cabana I know oh, all right, I yeah. interviewed Punk years ago Punk yeah. was on my TV show not Punk is a friend of mine yeah yeah Mick Foley we used to interview oh, all the fucking legend guys. yeah but I'm just starting to realize that when you're talking about you know seeing your dad in that zone of when he's Ice Cube is that there is a wrestling component to it yeah. in the sense that, like, this is the thing, yeah. right? That's the character, right? Absolutely. And, like, my dad has done an amazing job of staying true to himself. So yeah. there's a lot of components of my dad right. that make up Ice Cube. But, like, you know, the the idea of Ice Cube, 
you know, it's it's not the dad I know. You know, my right. dad is my dad likes to joke around. My dad is goofy as hell. Yeah, he's got jokes for right. days. Right. Ice Cube don't got jokes. <laughs> Ice Cube beat your ass. <laughs> right. Right. But is that? It's almost a heel. Yeah. Well, like the the hey, he's the dude you love to hate. Right. <laughs> it's just it is what it is. You know. You gotta right. respect him. Yeah. And wh- so okay, so you're growing up. But where'd uh, how'd you decide I'm writing? Did you go to school for writing? No. I um I in. I went to Wilbur Elementary and then Patola Middle School. Where's this? In the Shout out to the Valley people. Yeah. One eight. Yeah. And um, you know, seventh grade, my parents had a revelation. Yeah. They just decided LAUSD sucks, <laughs> and um, they just felt like they weren't teaching us the right things, or we weren't learning at the pace we should. All of you? Yeah. We all went to homeschool. And we were under New Homeschool? We were under New York School District, which is, like, way ahead of LAUSD. Like, wait, wait, what do you mean, like, under New York School District? New, like, we we had um, the School for Young Performers is yeah. the homeschool program yeah. that we were under. Oh, I see. And the curriculum was under New York School District. So I'm learning things that... My friends aren't, you know, LAUSD, you're going to repeat the same thing for about four or five years. But they're just trying to keep you, like, you know, uh, out of the streets. <laughs> exactly. It's like their exactly. job to just— You're going to be a modern citizen, all yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I had homeschool, and I had— two but What does that mean? Your mom just oversaw everything? No, no, no. Or? We had, like, a principal. We had teachers that come in every day. And, um, yeah, I, I, my school was the pool house. Um, only chick— at school was my sister. <laughs> you know, yeah, it yeah. was it was whack. I hated it. Yeah. And then yeah, your I learned social life. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Like, because I went in uh, at seventh grade, I already had friends and things that I could, sure. you know, go to parties. You and can stuff go like complain that. about homeschool. <laughs> exactly. To your friends. But the two teachers that I had uh in homeschool changed my life forever. Oh yeah, who were they? A, a guy by the name of Hernan de la Alde. What did um, he teach? Everything like when you got a homeschool teacher, they teach every period. Like, but like, like what, like what, like what are you learning from your your old man? You know, in terms of life, versus what you learn from this guy. Like, because these are the two influences, and they both seem pretty stable. Well, you know, standard dad talk. Okay, lessons. Yeah, you know, uh, when you mess up, you're about to get a, a whole little, uh, you know, just lecture. Yeah. But there were certain things that, you know, like as a dad, you don't think to talk about. I'm a dad now. Yeah. So, like, you know, I got a, I got a five-year-old, and I have to figure out how to make this little lady a, a, a modern citizen. Yeah. Just like LAUSD. Yeah. But what Hernan taught me was movies. Yeah. Oh, really? He, yeah. He taught me to look at films that I wouldn't normally look at. Yeah. He showed me... In class, he showed me Patton. He showed me Patton, interesting. Doctor Strangelove. Uh-huh. He showed me uh, Rushmore. He showed me things that normally I wouldn't look at, but he told me, "Dude, you have to check this out." Patton, and, that's an interesting one. And from there, I kind of got a feeling for oh, Blazing Saddles also. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> got a feel for. Yeah cinema from there yeah and one day in class i was a heavy daydreamer i yeah. daydream all day yeah and he threw my notebook down on the desk and said 
write whatever you're thinking about because you're not here right now. Interesting. Yeah. And I started writing and I, I wrote a 120 page handwritten story. Yeah. And he let me do that for 30 minutes a day in class. Just, all right, write your story. And he was the agreement it. that you would pay attention after that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to have a bar. <laughs> barter. Yeah. So from there, he read it and he says, You ever thought about writing? Mm. Like, you know, this is really good. You ever thought about making film or yeah. anything? No. And he goes, That's literally what your dad does. And you've never thought about it? Yeah. No. So from there, he got me, um, I got a teacher, Bill Rubenstein, who taught me how to write scripts. Bill Rubenstein, who's yeah. that guy? I, you know? Where'd you get him? I just know him as Bill Rubenstein. So was he, he a homeschool guy? Or yeah, just... he showed up, you know, uh, after I was done with school, Bill would come in and- Who hired him? My, my parents, um, I forget who, like, told us about him, but <laughs> shout out yeah. to Bill Rubenstein. Yeah, Without yeah, you, yeah. I wouldn't have got to college. Yeah. And um, I had another teacher, Rochelle Nondorf. I love you to death, Rochelle, wherever you are, from Racine, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, she gave me a journal, and on the front of the journal, it had a quote from Henry David Thoreau. Yeah. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams and live the life that you've imagined. And I have held that thing since I was 17, bro. That is my quote. That's what I do. <laughs> so, like, without them showing me, I wouldn't have known that I'm I'm – Good at writing. Most people don't know what they're good at because it comes easy to them. They're not thinking about it. Or 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 they just give up. That's, yeah. You give up because you're not looking in the right place. Or you don't know. Yeah, you, you, know, don't like, know. you don't know what you don't know. That's right. You know, and it's like, like I hate writing, personally. <laughs> <laughs> and I've written it is a, a headache. I've written a lot. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, I've, I've written a couple books and some scripts for my shows or whatever, but I never wrote, like I never saw it as my job. Right. Or I never wanted to because it is the most tedious fucking yeah. like to sit there and have to write is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, you literally have to make time out the day. Yeah, and then once you get going, mm. you discover things about yourself that you didn't know, yeah. right? You, you know, especially if you're journaling, you're like, oh my god, I never put this together because it comes together on the page, and it's sort of great, you know what I mean? Mm. But to get there, it's it's just a lot of time. Yeah, the, it makes me mad when you have like. <laughs> Inspiration, yeah, is the man. If I could bottle that, yeah, you know, you'd be a billionaire. Well, what you're writing though in your journal, you're writing about yourself, but the stories and stuff. Yeah, it it was the journal I had filled with. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Well, yeah, I do that with jokes. You know, yeah. I, do, I mean, I write you know bits, ideas yeah. down. Sometimes they're ridiculous, and I don't know. I don't even know what I meant by them. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, if you don't write it in detail, everybody who like creates knows that feeling of oh i'll remember sure yeah just i'll just put this word down <laughs> yeah. you know just put like pairs and you're like what the fuck is that right yeah oh, wait quick quick story yeah uh one of my favorite beatles stories when the beatles were um when they discovered marijuana yeah yeah sure uh when paul, they called it marijuana yeah <laughs> paul, paul mccartney uh he f came up with the meaning of life. Oh, yeah. And he wrote it down on a piece of paper yeah. and gave it to the security guard. Yeah. He was like, show me this because I'm not going to remember. Yeah. So the next day, he gets the piece of paper. Yeah. And the piece of paper says, there are seven levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the it, hell does that, that mean? Well, it might be true, but we're, <laughs> but we're never going to know. You gave no detail. I'll remember. But your dad must have been writing all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. like Constantly. That. 
Like Constantly. that's the one thing. Like here's this is like sadly the one of the problems I have with rap in general is like I'm sort of a riff guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like a melody guy. I'm a, like a music guy. Like yeah. I can I know when something's catchy, uh-huh. but I get exhausted if I have to listen to words too much. <laughs> <laughs> On I mean, a podcast, I know, I know. Like I can, like I'm, I'm playing music now, and I'm playing songs I've known my whole life, but yeah. I don't know the fucking words. Isn't that weird? Come on, man. I you know, dude. You don't it's know a, the words? No, I got to learn the words. I know them kinda, but they're yeah. not. They're kind of wrong, right? You know, and you, but yeah. but rap is so decisive, yeah. And I, you know, but it's like when I listen to it, I got to really listen to. it. There's nothing easy about it. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah. But I imagine if you grew up with it, and if that's the way the brain works, yeah, it just comes that's natural. what my ear always had. Right, and when I would, when a song would get in my head when I was a kid, and you know I'm I'm rapping it in yeah. the house, my mom would tell me, uh, "Do you know what that means? Do you know what you just said? <laughs> no, she ruined Rough Riders' anthem uh, for me because she told me, you know, you're singing about robbing people. <laughs> yeah, I'm so- I'm sorry, you know, like." I just like DMX, yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that part of it? Yeah, but yeah, but she just likes she taught me at five years old, pay attention to what you're saying. Yeah. Listen to what people are saying. You- Buzzkill. <laughs> Important lesson. Yeah, sure. You know, it's a parent thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't wait to be a buzzkill for my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna can- ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> to to save her. Yeah. Right? But it's funny though, like you know, being growing up around you know what you grew up around, that your life guiding quote is throw. Yeah, that, you that, know, that's something that you know someone like your dad wrote. You know, he yeah, wrote some no. good ones. Henry David Thoreau. My, uh, I just asked on Twitter. Yeah, what's one thing that your parents used to say that yeah. you say to people now? Yeah, my thing is, Usta is a rooster that don't crow no more. If you ever hear somebody say, "Oh yeah, we used to be," oh yeah, I used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to as a rooster that don't crow Where'd no more. Where'd you get that one? My mom. Where'd she get it? I don't. I have no idea. That bro. sounds like some old timey shit. That is like it's deep, but it's true every sure. time. Yeah, sure. Every would it could have? Yeah. What's something that your parents used, that you took on? Uh, what time are you going to be home? <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the light. <laughs> <laughs> Call if you're going to be late. <laughs> I don't know if there was much wisdom. Coming down yeah, for my parents. A lot of orders. <laughs> well, barely, you know. It's, uh, another one's like, are, are you, do, you, do you need dessert? <laughs> That's a, probably the. <laughs> That's the, such a shot to the ribs. It is. You need that? Exactly. Oh, are yeah. You sure? Yeah, I got that a lot from my mother. That's the wisdom. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to eat that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on, chunky. <laughs> Got to keep that self-esteem low, baby. That's right. That's what they did. That was, that's how I was brought up. I don't recommend it. All right, so you're so you're gung ho writing right now. No, um, I mean then. So what oh, did you yeah. end up doing? Like, so you went to college to to study writing? Yeah, I went to USC. Uh, screen, oh, really? Yeah, screenwriting. Really? Yeah. And you did the whole thing, the whole shebangabang, and then in the middle of my second year, uh, I'm at my parents' house eating cereal as one does. Yeah. And um, my dad comes in the kitchen. He goes, hey, so um, they're taking this NWA movie pretty serious. And I'm like, cool, dad. I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, um, in a perfect world, I would want you to play me. And in my mind, I'm like, Ugh. 
You know, no, you know, like no disrespect to filmmakers out there. It's not a lot of good rap biopics. Oh, really? So <laughs> it wasn't even that you were flattered to play your dad. It's like there's no way this movie's going to be. Good. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, uh, who who's making it? Universal Studios. Oh, that's a big deal. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm a guy off the couch. Yeah. He goes, you'll have to audition. I said, please make me audition. But did you, like, did, did you ever do music? You did, right? Yeah, a bit? I did for, for a hiccup, maybe two years. Just because you felt like you had to? Yeah, just because that was a way for me to use that writing side that I have to be clever. Oh, right. So you tried to do, you did a record or two? Yeah, I, I did a mixtape. That was it. Okay. You know, I did um, two did songs your dad help with you? my dad. Oh, you no. did? You that did was, two songs with him? I did two songs with my dad. Me and my brother were on both those songs. We performed them uh, on tour with him oh, and really? that type stuff. But once uh, once the door was open for acting, I took that. But, like, was your dad, how was he with the music? He... He would like I would do it on my own and not tell him. Yeah. And the engineer would be like, Hey, you know, you should check this out. And from there he was like, You should do a mixtape. All right, uh, uh, you should do like and he kinda got on board. Right. My parents are super supportive. Right. If you see the direction you want to go, yeah, they'll help. Yeah. But you just gotta know what you're doing. Right. You gotta know that that's what you wanna do. Right. But did he uh did he did he add to it? And like was there like, Yeah, hold but on. <laughs> Let me tell you how he added to it. He gave me <laughs> the worst name in rap history. Oh, really? Because some, I, don't, I have no idea why. Back in the day, there was a, a thing called And One Mixtape, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and it what was is mixtape culture? Educate me because Mixtape like is just like an un sanctioned album or movie. Like, you make a tape, like, you can make a mixtape of your highlights if you're an athlete. Right. You can make a mixtape of yeah. songs that aren't licensed right. uh, if you're an artist. Right. So a mixtape is literally a mix of your, you know, stuff, whatever you do. Right. And you put it out. And so, and one mixtape was street ballers. It's not, you know, the NBA. It's literally people going out to outdoor courts and just doing, you know, yeah. basketball. Yeah. And at the time, the cool thing to do was to have a basketball nickname. Mm. My basketball nickname was Oh My Goodness. You, <laughs> yeah. you, like, you do something, people yell, Oh My Goodness. Yeah. You know, that's what it was. Yeah. My dad goes on the Ellen Show and tells people that my rap name is OMG because my basketball name was Oh My Goodness. And he, from the jump, ruined <laughs> I, there's no way you can make that name cool, you know? Yeah. And I tried to run with it, and it just <laughs> flamed out. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not wasting my time with He this. cursed you. Cursed me from the jump because he don't know no better. <laughs> Text culture. <laughs> he didn't but, get, he didn't know. But in his mind, yeah. he put me on the Ellen show. You know, yeah. he put my name uh, out that's, there. But that, that, that is not a Did you explain cool it to name. him? No. You just let it go. So listen, as a son, you know sometimes you gotta just let your dad do his thing. <laughs> and and the, but but it was a gift because it kept yeah. the, it stopped the music career. It, it, it it fueled my fire. Yeah, you know I gotta do something cool now because. But did you like doing the music? Yeah, it's fun to me. Yeah, you know, um, to have to come up with something clever yeah. and to get oohs and ahs that yeah. drives me. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, when straight out of Compton when it. You know the opportunity presented. All right, so here, oh, so he comes in. He says, yeah. "I want you to do it," and you're like, 
Please no, make me audition. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect, once again. You're gonna. But you know, Coppola's daughter and Godfather Three. Oh, I yeah. didn't want that oh, to that's be me. Oh, yeah. And you'd never acted before. No, I got an AEE in drama in middle school in high school. What does that mean? Like a you, you got, got out a, of it. You got an A, and then you got an E for effort and an E for cooperation. Oh, like oh. that was it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so the the director yeah. of straight out of Compton Gary Gray in my mind Mark yeah in my mind Gary Gray was he directed today was a good day yeah and my dad goes you ever thought about directing a movie and then Gary Gray's first film is yeah. Friday yeah so when Gary Gray is directing straight out of Compton I'm I see this full circle thing yeah, yeah. he's gonna be you know yeah. My dad tells him, hey, I want my son to play me. Yeah. Gary Gray goes, Cube, is this a joke? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I auditioned. He saw something. Yeah. And he got me my acting coach, Aaron Spicer. And for two years straight, yeah. I had to fight for that role. And but so, but what, how does it turn into something you want to do from something you just wanted to fail out of? Because what, during those two years, remember, I... I I was in my second year of college when he told me about this. I, being an idiot, asked him if I could leave school if I'm going to do this. He said, you got to make it work. If you make it work, all right. Who's that, your dad? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't think it was going to take two years for me to get the role. So you're just going to school and doing your shit? Yeah. No. After I left. I was like, "This is. I'm going to give it everything, every ounce, everything I got. I'm going to go into to this role. To be your dad. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So in in that time, in two years, I'm seeing all my friends graduate college on Instagram. And you're just trying to be your dad. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, if I don't make this work, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Because you got to go back then. It's so it became a, we can't fail. Yeah. We have no other option. We have to make this work. And for about 11 years now, I've been making it work. But who's that guy, Spicer? Oh, Aaron Spicer. That's my acting coach. He uh, he worked with The Rock. He worked with uh, Will Smith, Nicole Kidman. He's a dude from Brooklyn who could teach you how to act. So you never took any acting? No. So what? I didn't want to act. <laughs> I wanted to be rich, not famous. <laughs> but you wanted to write. Yeah, on other side of the Did you go finish that shit? What? The school? No, no, I'm not going back. I'm famous now, Mark. All right. But <laughs> the, all right, so how do you start doing that work? I mean, because you think like, you know, when I see you in the movie. Yeah. Like, I, I it, to me, it's like, well, if you got to study your subject, you just go in the other room. Yeah. He's sitting there. It's, it's a mixture of making it believable and not doing an impression. Well, that's the trick of any bio thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's the whole trick, you know? Like, I think Jamie did it with Ray, you know? Yeah, and that was the hardest sure. one, man. Yeah. I mean, like, like that was the great success of that thing. Amazing. Because that, that's such an easy impression to do for certain people. Yeah. But Jamie wanted to act. Yeah. I, I had did. no... I'm coming off the couch. Okay, so you're coming off the couch, yeah. and and you're going to work on it. Yeah. So what's this guy? You get hooked up with Spicer through who? Uh, through Gary Gray. Oh, through the director. Yeah, Gary Gray. So what does he start telling you? He, Give me some acting lessons. Yeah, he. Um, what Aaron taught me was how to kind of simplify things, where you would read, you know, something on the script, like yeah, like uh, uh, the scene where. 
I want to take the contract out of the room, but Jerry won't let me. I have to convince Jerry to let me. So Aaron, what he would do, can I cuss on here? Yeah. All right. So what what Aaron would do was, all right. So you got to convince this dude, yeah, to do something that he doesn't want to do. Yeah. So think about hitting on a girl. Yeah. Think about like you know trying to get some from a chick who probably out your league or whatever. Yeah. And approach it like that. So he would teach me different ways to look at scenes but get the same uh, a result that yeah. you need. And that type of stuff I, I use to this day. Figuring out your needs. Yeah, and just a situation that you've done a thousand times in your life. It's the same energy, so bring it right here. Right. Let's act it. <laughs> and, and then, like, well, you had the benefit of looking kind of like him. Mm-hmm. That was, hold on. We had a, uh, we had a, uh, uh, a screen test, okay, yeah. which is they bring in some dudes that they got uh, that they think that they want to have uh, in the film, and they test you on camera to see if that's what they want. So I'm thinking I'm just going to show up here. It's going to be me, somebody playing Dre, somebody playing Easy. I come in. There's a dude with a jerry curl and a Raider hat on. I say, hey, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm O'Shea. Uh, you going for Easy? He looks at me and goes, no, I'm going for Cube. <laughs> yeah. So so now I'm like, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Y'all all going for Cube in the same room? From there, I'm O'Shea Jackson Jr. Nice to meet you, bro. <laughs> I'm frowning all day, Mark. I mean, just full on. You're not about to take this from me. Yeah. So like, Look at my face. Yeah, you're done. You know, beat the traffic, bro. Get out of here. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, a little bit of my advantage. So you, <laughs> But you got the attitude because of that. Yeah, chip on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you've been working on something for two years, it's not a lot two anybody years. can tell you. Two years. Two years. Why did it take? What? What was it? What? Who were they having a hard time casting? I wish you could tell me, bro. You don't know because <laughs> I'm like, I'm nervous. You know, I'm going three, four months in between auditions. Like, yeah, yeah. Is this working? Yeah. Can somebody tell me? And what's something? your dad saying? <laughs> He's like, yeah, just stay focused, <laughs> just stay ready. Dad, I don't need that cliche bullshit right now. Can you give me some information? And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it worked out. I it, can't it imagine. I can't imagine it. Stress. Yeah, because it like if I don't get it, I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, everybody's gonna just shit on me. If I but get, but if you didn't get it, you know, it it wouldn't have been terrible. <laughs> Bro, it would. I would have hated it. First of all, if I didn't get it straight out of Compton, I'm sorry, Dad. I wouldn't have saw the movie. Yeah, I'm never going. But I mean, I'm never going. But it would have been I, on some level. You you ended up nailing it. But I on some level, it's like if you didn't get it, it'd be like okay. Because then who knows who would have cast it? It might have fucked the whole movie up. <laughs> right. But I rolled the dice and convinced my dad to let me leave school. I had no other way. Like what am I do? Yeah. What am I do? Yeah. And when when you're like when you're shooting it, was he around? Yeah. <laughs> and he. Oh my God. He like just to see him. Yeah smile or like joke or like he was just having the time of his life watching you do it yeah he he loved him dre ran yellow they're just laughing on the side like <laughs> having the time of their lives and uh yeah that's like the best pat on the back you can have but did they but did they get did they say like no this is what happened no no oh. first of all to me yeah i've heard these stories my whole life <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got details that's yeah, yeah. not in the script that I'm doing in improv. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's nothing you can tell me. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I, I was in, in pocket. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You were. But, like, like the cat who's playing Dre, did Dre tell him, like, you, you know, did he give him anything? I mean, you know, there's a couple of times. Or, or even Snoop, that kid, you know. Oh, my God. Uh, shout out to Lakeith. Yeah. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. That dude is a actor. Yeah, yeah. He is a, a thespian, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no joke. Yeah. Did, was he talking to Snoop? I don't know how he did it, but that one spot that he had, yeah. he stole the show. Yeah. It was Im- just impressive. And he would be on set, like, with his laptop, minding his business, just focused. And now he's, he's, right, he's Keith great. Stanfield. What a beast. He's Keith, he is. Yeah, man. Do you get along with him? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I see him out, it's it, straight out of Compton. That's our little fraternity. You know, yeah. S- SOC all Was day. Was that like his first big movie, too? It I might wonder. be. No disrespect, Lakeith. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. be checking people. IMDb. His resume. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you know, know his resume. Yeah. But that's where I met you, so that's your first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So, like, it's so, it's so great that they were all into it. And Giamatti, like, oh, was, my God. How crazy was it working with that guy? I love that dude. He's that's, great. That's a good guy, man. Yeah. Good guy. Um He's another monster actor, yeah. man. Yeah. And was, you know, he's the the seasoned veteran sure. on set, you sure. know. Yeah. And was open, just yeah. very yeah. welcoming. And, you know, he could have yeah. easily been a dick, but it's just not in his nature. Paul Giamatti, wherever you are, I love you, dude. What about shooting that thing where, you know, the video where your dad's saying that shit about Jews and stuff? <laughs> How'd you, was your dad standing there for that? He's first of all, my dad's there every day. Okay, that um, you're talking about the by the, the pool, the, right? The, yeah, by the pool. Yeah. What's all right? A deleted scene from there that's crazy. Yeah. I pick myself up. Like there's a there's a little actor playing me. Yeah. Like the real me. Oh right. And I pick up me as a kid, and it was just the craziest moment ever. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. Yeah. To walk into a house that you've never been in before and to see pictures of your family everywhere. <laughs> wow. That, that was straight out of Compton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Insane. That's like, well, that's, I'm glad that all worked out. Yeah. So now you're like a, an actor guy. Yeah, I'm an actor now guy. Now the ex- expectations are on you. Yeah. Can he do something that's not his dad? Yeah. And I, I got a lot of that after yeah. Straight Out of Compton was, of course he did well. He's playing his dad. Well, you got some, like, I see, like, this whole Nepo baby thing, I don't buy it. I don't buy any of it. What don't you buy? Well, I got a plumber who's, like, and sons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why don't they bust in that guy's balls? Right. right. <laughs> you know, shut the God. fuck up. Nobody cares about uh, Fred Sanford's son. Exactly. Running a junkyard. Yeah, I mean, it's like, come on. Yeah, like, like just... every goddamn business in any family. Yeah. It's like, and sons, yeah. and family. It's like, shut up. Why not? It's, just, it's right. It's just that, you know, if, if you've got the gift, like, look, man, and the truth is, it's not everybody fits on that screen. No. And if you don't, it ain't going to happen for you. But right. it's like, if you got a shot at the family business, Why not? take it. I've seen plenty of dudes fail. I can't tell you how many brothers of stars have tried stand-up comedy, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I think there's four rocks working right now. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, there's Tony Rock. Yep. There's another Rock. Just uh, that's a comic. The, his cousin Sharad, uh, I know from New York. <laughs> They're funny, but yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, yeah. like, give it a whirl. 
Just try it. Yeah, you know, swing you for know, the fences. If you got the if you got the craft in place, you can pull it off. Right. People have been passing down pizzerias for generations. That's right. <laughs> and nobody's about, mad at them. And I'll tell you the 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 biggest liability of it is is when the the older customers come in. And it's like I don't want to talk to you. Where's your father? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what was the next movie? I I don't know if I saw it. Uh, the after Straight Outta Compton, I didn't get work for a year. Really? And I was confused. I had the number one movie in the country, uh, Oscar nominated. I'm yeah. thinking my phone is about to blow up. Yeah. And for a year, I didn't get anything. And that's when I knew, like, I'm you, in it. Because you play your dad. Yeah. I like you know they yeah. they had no expectations of me. That no one was asking you to. Play your dad in a movie your dad did. <laughs> We're doing Anaconda. Yeah. Two. We're doing uh, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I had to I had to go get it. You know, I had to find, you know, something. I um I switched up agencies. Shout, yeah. shout out to WME. And my next movie was a movie called Ingrid Goes West. Yeah. And how I got that movie is I'm in, trying to remember that movie. It's a it's an indie. You know, indie route. It's on Hulu. Check it out. Um, but yeah. Oh, Aubrey Plaza movie. Yeah. I met Aubrey at some hoity. No, no. I didn't even get to meet her. Yeah. We were both at some hoity-toity award show, both presenting. Yeah. And I see her across the room in the green room. And I'm headed towards her. And these old-ass ladies yeah. come up to me. My grandson loves that movie that you're in. And I'm like, okay, you yeah, know, yeah. do you want to take the fucking picture? Like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. So I take the picture with the ladies. I look up. Aubrey Plaza's gone. I go on Twitter. And I'm like, well, I just almost met Aubrey Plaza. So, you know, that's a good look. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza sees that, DMs me. Yo, I got this movie. I need you to be in it. Just be in it. Yeah. So that's not really how business happens. Sure. But, you know, let's check Kinda. it out. You know, yeah. uh, Here's my number. Let's uh, set up a meeting. Yeah. So uh, she hits me, and I text her back, it's Batman. I have no idea why I said that. I just love Batman. Yeah. She goes, okay, great. I'm like, all right. So we have the meeting. And in the the bar that we were in, wherever we're having this meeting, we both didn't know the place. Yeah. Uh, So she's like, how do you like the script? I said, you didn't send it to me. She goes, what do you mean I didn't send it to you? You thought it was gonna be Batman? No, I just said, bro, this yeah. is I'm crazy. Yeah. I literally just said, hey, it's Batman. Yeah. She goes, Well, I I definitely sent you the script, or why else would you say Batman? I said, if you send me the script, tell me my email right now. Yeah. From there, the I found out that Dan Pinto, the dude that I'm playing in the movie, yeah. is obsessed with Batman. So she thought oh. I read the script and was like, I'm him. Yeah. Tells the director, tells the producers he's on board. Yeah, he likes Batman. And I never read the script. <laughs> and it was just too coincidental, so I, yeah. I took the movie. But that movie got different eyes on me. That movie got to Sundance. I, right. got, to, I got to go to Sundance for the first time. Yeah. Variety had me in the top 10 performances yeah, at yeah. Sundance. Oh, really? And it got new eyes on me. Sure. And that gets the buzz. Yeah, yeah. And so Straight Outta Compton, you know, opened the door. Right. Ingrid Goes West, it, it, it made people realize, oh, he's he's serious. Yeah. This is what he want to do. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's in a movie where he's not playing his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and, and there's the a lot more character. white, a lot more white people in this yeah, movie. Ex- exactly. <laughs> this seems safe. <laughs> I'm gonna check this out. This is a movie for all of us. Shout out to Neon. They okay. they made the movie. Yeah, uh, they bought the movie. And then oh, Long Shot was funny. So how'd that mm. fucking come about? Long Shot uh, was a pleasant surprise. Um, I'm a big fan of Seth Rogen, and I thought that movie was pretty good, and you were good in it. Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, Lionsgate, you didn't promote the movie well. Yeah, we can't just have commercials on Hulu. Get it out there. Yeah, Seth, Charlize, I love y'all. Charlize Theron, by the way, best. Oh my god, I'll do anything for that lady. Yeah, so nice to me too. Yeah, like first day, sat next to me. Cussing and shit, just like the homie. Yeah. Wh- love Charlize. What a fucking actress, though, man. What a piece of royalty. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Her. Like that monster movie? Yeah. I was just, what yeah, the man. fuck? What a beast. No kidding. And like, I'm, I'm you know, Charlize, I'm yeah. sorry, but I got to say, yeah. I am mad as fuck at this Mad Max spinoff that doesn't have Charlize. Yeah. I was so pissed well, I for wonder- her. Why didn't it have her, I guess? I have no idea. But I, I, didn't see I texted it. her immediately. I was like, you're not Furiosa? She was like, no, they, they went a different direction. A different direction? And I was like, that's bullshit. Wow. Not so, my homegirl. So, but, that, but that was fun. So the comedy's starting to happen. I made a, a conscious decision yeah. that I wanted to do dramatic before I got into comedy. Comedy yeah. is what I would want to do. Uh, who don't love to laugh? Right. You know, and it, it's got to be a good script, though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you're good at it. Yeah. It's my natural thing. It you is? Know, I, quick wit. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up on a tour bus with people talking shit all day. You have to be quick on your feet. So you were on tour, like, when you were, like, kid? Yeah. Like, what, 10, 9, 8? 2. 2. Yeah. I've been on I've been on tour buses my whole life. And who's, Since my whole life. Who's on the tour? Uh, Who's on the bus? Uh, I obviously my pops. Yeah, uh, Dub C. Yeah, uh, I, as I said earlier, crazy too. Yeah, was, uh, Big Hurt, Kibo. Yeah, and they all are like it's a, when I say it's a tight knit group, they are a family. Yeah, and brothers talk shit on each yeah. other. They, they they bag on each other. <laughs> so you have to be quick. If you are not quick, you will not survive. Yeah, and it is what it is. It's so like yeah. I, naturally you have to be able to bounce off people yeah so when it comes to like improv somebody throwing something at me naturally i yeah you can do it i I got you and like did your mom take all the kids on the bus yeah everybody gotta go bro (laughs) where you where you gonna go get your ass on this bus so your dad wanted everybody on the bus yeah and that was another thing about being homeschooled was the teachers could travel with us. So when my dad is gone doing a movie, yeah. we right with him. Oh, so the, you just bring. So yeah. they were only teaching you. Yeah, you're you're coming to Baltimore <laughs> because my dad's filming Triple X. So get in the car. And what is it? Didn't you do how many barber shops are there? Three, three. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big franchise. Now, anytime you get a a two or three, yeah, yeah. Get but didn't thing. he produce that from the beginning? More than likely, uh, you know he he's got his red pin on most films that he's in. So now that gets us. You didn't do a lot of TV, but now you're are you part of the fucking uh, Star Wars? Absolutely. Shout out to little kid Shay. He would be so happy. Yeah. How'd you get that fucking thing? Ingrid goes west. Oh, uh, the white people. <laughs> Don't you love them? I'm I'm shooting season one of uh, Swagger. Yeah. And uh, this basketball show, uh, 
I was on Apple TV. Um, and my agents call me and they say, dude, we need you to be available Wednesday at noon. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Why? What's going on? We can't tell you. Just be available. Yeah. All right. So I'm available. Uh, I got the Zoom little code. Yeah. And I meet with a lady named uh, Deborah Chow, yeah. who I love to death. And she's talking to me. From uh, where? Where's she from? She did stuff on The Mandalorian. Like, she's okay. in that, yeah. like, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's talking to me, and she goes, yeah, you know, we're doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Immediately, I'm like, oh, my God. There's no way yeah. this conversation's happening. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we got to kill this audition, bro. Yeah. And she starts going, um, yeah, so, you know, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's down uh, on his luck a little bit. He's lost his touch with the Force. And she's telling me, like, detail. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think this lady should be telling me this shit right now. Like, yeah. I didn't sign an NDA. Yeah. Nothing. You're just yeah. being very open. Yeah. And at the end of the meeting, I'm like, okay, so you going to send me some sides? Like, is it a self-tape? She goes, no. Uh, you got the part. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just like that. She goes, yeah, I saw a film that you did, Ingrid Goes West, and you showed enough range that I think would be perfect for this character. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, Debbie Chow. <laughs> Absolutely, ma'am. A hundred percent. I'll be there. Yep. I'm playing basketball right now. Yeah. Oh, and I couldn't tell anybody for a year and a half, but I was just at work smiling. At the doing the smiling, doing your part in yeah, the Obi Wan. I'm in Star Wars, bro. Yeah. What is your part in there? I play uh, Roken, Kalon yeah. Roken, yeah. who is the pretty much the leader of the first division of the rebellion. Yeah. You know the rebellion that we come to know later on in, yeah. in Star Wars. Sure. The first chapter of that is yeah. known as the Path. Yeah. And I'm the leader of the Path. Oh, great. So basically, like. I'm finding Jedi or or force sensitive people and yeah. getting them away from the Empire from the jump. This is the like the first time that this is happening. So wow. I'm leader of the path. Bro. And is that an ongoing thing or is it done? Listen, I've been waiting for my phone to ring <laughs> since we wrapped. <laughs> yeah. Please listen, Mickey, yeah. Mickey, bro, hire me. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm waiting, baby. Yeah, these are childhood dreams you're doing. Yeah, come on, dog. So after like before now, are you writing anything? Like, are you self-generating? Is there a, a part of you or, or something in the works where you're going to try to direct or do your own movie or what? Uh, directing, I'm going to hold off on because directors don't get days off. As an actor, I love my days off. It's like, Acting is 90% doing nothing. You know, I'm really good at playing pretend, Mark. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten into writing and, and creating again because, you know... I, you got some my, juice. That also, but I got a five-year-old. You know, my, my baby girl is mm. going out into the world now. I got to be home. I can't keep having years where I'm I'm six months away from home. Like, I, I have to be around. I, ha I want to be a dad. Yeah. So I have to have... Checks coming in. Can't take her on the bus. Where I <laughs> can't take her. She just on got the into set? school. Okay, just got into school. <laughs> I, you know, if I do the homeschool route, I'd crush her. You right got now. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out, bro. Don't, That's okay. I'm not. Don't you add a nothing on to me? <laughs> do, the, uh, do your siblings have kids? No. First, You're the only, so first, it's the first grandkid. Yeah. And what's your dad like with the grandkid? Just pudding. <laughs> Whatever she wants. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Yeah. When she was like three, <laughs> yeah. and we would all be talking in the kitchen, and he have a, a meeting, yeah. work, yeah. she'd look at him and go, no, granddad. Yeah. He'd just hang up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Click. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, they, man, my, my parents, I don't know what this version of my parents are. Yeah. Because they say yes to everything. Yeah. And I got a bunch of no's. Yeah. But, you know, they're best grandparents in the world. Super thankful for them. But yeah, my dad's mush. That's great. Super mush. That's great. But don't you want to think, like, you, like it seems to me, well, maybe maybe another movie or two, who knows, that you want to get into that self-production thing, you know? Yeah. So, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. you can get a nice piece and then just... Absolutely. You know. uh, what, what people don't realize is when you see... A movie like Straight Outta Compton make $200 million. Yeah. Shay gets none of that. They've paid me already. Yeah. They paid me before. Don't you get a, you get a little something? Yeah. If uh, you get a little bonus, you're not getting no 200, no piece of the 200 million. That's all Universal Studios and the producers. You don't get any residuals I from mean, sale. You get, get your, you got to get the forensic lawyer going. Yeah. You get like, I mean, I've all gotten, right. I've gotten checks for like, 15 cents no that's and no, then some checks for no. 2500 right like it, it 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 really varies but oh, yeah producing that's what you want to do yeah you gotta get a piece didn't your dad a have a piece of that movie absolutely <laughs> but let me tell you something about my dad money yeah. that's not shame money <laughs> <laughs> not at all mark not a piece. Just, just enough to keep you going so you can make your own money. <laughs> yeah, like I'll he get, supported the cause. I'll to keep get the you light there. on for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when uh my first job, yeah, uh, was a PA on a film my dad did called Are We Done Yet? Yeah, and uh, still not paid. There's a case pending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's an I'm internship. A, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a PA. Like yeah. You know, the walkie, the whole nine, you know, getting there early. My first day, I was so excited. Yeah. Because it's like my first job. Yeah. I'm 15. That's yeah. illegal. But I'm 15. Yeah. And uh, I see my dad come to set. Yeah. Going to go up to my dad. I'm yeah. a working man. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, Dad, you know, check me out, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, he yeah. looks at me and goes, son, don't talk to talent. <laughs> And I was damn. Yeah. And he walked off, and I just had to stand there. Oh yeah, pictures up, hard knocks. <laughs> but you knew. But you know that. I mean, the benefit of all that is he gave you that ethic, the work ethic. But you know, yeah. you, you know, you knew he wasn't going to cut you loose. Yeah, you know, we're in a bad egg or anything. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's exactly. going to, you know, he's going to take care. Of, he's going to show up for his responsibilities. Right. Or I'm going to tell mom. Oh, exactly. there you go. You had an ally. Exactly. So now, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We've only got a few minutes. <laughs> literally what I came for. <laughs> the title alone, uh, bro. Yeah. You know, do you know what it's like to be working on Star Wars and to look at you and McGregor and he goes, So Shay, what are you doing next? Yeah. Um <laughs> uh cocaine bear. Yeah. And he goes, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Obi-Wan. <laughs> but uh well, I talked to Banks about it before I, it was Monster. Even, I love her. Yeah, she's great. Before it was even out, you know, and yeah. I'm like, what is, you know, what is Cocaine Bear? I mean, but, you know, 
the the marketing campaign is what made the money. Dude. Yeah, I mean, it was like- That's the power know. of Universal Studios, baby. But I mean, how, how are you not going to go see a movie with that goddamn poster? Thank this you. crazy bear. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Everybody likes cocaine and bears. <laughs> they go together, All bro. the kids, they love the cocaine and the bears. <laughs> and the premise, I think, you know, that obviously the real bear died immediately. Yeah. But like, you know, why not, why not make him a crazy ass cocaine bear? Right. Jack and Rose weren't real. Y'all yeah. went to go see Titanic. Yeah. You knew how that shit sure. was going in. Sure. But like when you read that script, I mean, how that, what was the process of that movie? Um, once again, Twitter, uh, I saw Elizabeth Banks gets rights to cocaine bear. Yeah. Immediately I'm clicking that, yeah. you know, what is that? Yeah. Um, saw it was based on a true story and kinda. Uh, you know the bear ate the cocaine and died yeah but like we don't know what she's doing at the I, time no, I, I don't know what she's I, doing yeah, yeah. so I retweeted it and was like take my money I'm you know as yeah, a fan sure. I'm gonna go see this movie yeah 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 she follows me because I'm a popular guy bro. yeah I know and she uh, she talked to the higher ups. I think we could get Shay. Yeah, and she was absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down to be in this. I I remember telling my dad, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, you have to do that." Yeah, <laughs> immediate. Do you did you grow up with that kind of movie? Do you like that shit? I mean, I'm not sure what it is. A slasher movie? Comedy? Yeah, I mean, it's it's what's the genre? Comedy horror. Right. Comedy horror. Right. Because it is gruesome. I know it's a little, you know like you know no no offense a little too gruesome. Nah, man, we gotta go for it. We gotta. Well, go. I mean, but it looks like they put half the budget into making people die right. <laughs> like it's like I mean, I've seen those movies before, but most yeah. of the time you're like, ah, that's silly. But this time it's like, oh my god, yeah, that's when, fucking horrible. You know, shout out to my man uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson of Modern Family. His scene, I was like, this is taking a long time for you to die. <laughs> Which one was he? He's uh he gets um mm. which guy is he? He uh, uh him and and Margo. He's the the blonde dude. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. the nature guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, the, uh, the one who the ranger likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's funny as hell. She, oh my god, super sweet lady. Margo Martindale. Yeah, she's so funny and weird. Oh yeah, and just, she like. But here's my problem. Like I don't watch those kind of movies, and you know usually. <laughs> yeah. And I get okay. Here's the bears on coke. I yeah. get it. But these seem like a lot of nice people are dying for no oh, reason. Yeah, I mean, that's what a bear on cocaine would do, bro. I know, but it's like after a certain point, you know, once once uh, Isaiah Whitlock takes it, I'm like, yeah. that guy didn't deserve to go. <laughs> you know, now Thanks, it's a, Ray Liotta. And I'm so sad. Yeah. You know, I'm sad. And it's like, is the bear balancing the sadness? <laughs> we got a, the bear got a standing ovation in the premiere. After uh, in the finale of the movie, yeah. and that's when I knew it's going to be a good one. But ultimately, oddly, in terms of comedy, you had you know you know I'm not you know I don't I don't want hurt anyone's feelings, but you had the the funniest lines really. Thank you, man. Because <laughs> like no. I know the rest of it was supposed to. The other guy, the the weepy guy, he's a good actor. That guy, oh uh, uh, Alden, yeah, Alden yeah, Ehrenreich. Yeah. Yeah, that whole dynamic was pretty yeah, good with yeah. the father and son. He wanted out, and he's sobbing, and then yeah. you beat up the three uh, kids in the bathroom. And I then love the sound of Alden crying. Yeah, like, yeah, it's very funny. It was, it was just so, like, out of character, because if you know him, he's just straight, like, straight-edge dude, just, like, oh, really? super professional, and immediately, all right, action. And he goes into, like, this saddest just wail of a cry. I, 
You, you, uh, dude, he's so good. Like, I, you know, him, his performance in Hail Caesar was beyond anything yeah. I could even imagine. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy good. That's another actor. Like, yeah. Alden goes to plays. Yeah. Freak. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, theater, dude. That's no, your next thing. Weird ass. No, you got to do theater. I will not. Why? You're afraid. I You're mean, afraid, dude. I didn't want to be an actor, Mark. God, You're, can you no, give yeah. me a chance? Yeah. Well, now you are an actor, and now it's time, time to take some risks. God. Enough of this fucking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took a risk with a movie called Cocaine Bear, bro. Yeah, how's that going for you? Pretty well. You got, do you Domestic got, number one. Do you got a piece of that back end? No. No. But here's the thing I, I don't get about these movies, and I know it's just part of the genre. Yeah. Is that like, you know, there's literally corpses everywhere, mm. and you guys are sort of like, all right, then, you know, you drive off. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the family, she's like, everybody okay? As they're going past that lady. Yeah, Margo. The... <laughs> That's her dead body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, I, I guess it's <laughs> maybe I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> Come on, Mark. What? Don't say that, man. No, you're as young as you feel. I, <laughs> but uh, but it is doing well, right? Is it it's holding doing, up still? It's doing pretty well. Who's going to see it? Kids. <sighs> America. <laughs> <laughs> Kids you, sneaking in. Did you talk to uh, to what's his name about uh, Star Wars? Alden. Funny story about that. Yeah. So when the Han Solo movie was coming out, yeah, I auditioned to be Lando Calrissian, and I got four callbacks. Yeah. I've never had this happen. Yeah. I thought this shit was in the bag. Yeah. And last minute, like out of nowhere, they're like, "Yeah, you didn't get it," and I'm like, "Damn, who, who, who got who it?" Got it? I'm like, "Well, Donald Glover." Childish Gambino? Yeah. yeah. Donald Glover. And I love Donald Glover. Yeah. I hated that motherfucker. Yeah. I, for like three months straight. You got to. No music of his. <laughs> Fuck that Atlanta show. <laughs> uh, listen, Childish Gambino, I'm yeah. a fan, bro. Yeah. I love you, but I was mad. And to this day, I'm not watching Solo. No. I told all I, the- I don't think you're alone, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and like Phil Lord and like- yeah. They're producers yeah. on Cocaine Bear. Yeah. And they were the first directors of Solo. And I, I told them, like, yeah, I caught y'all anyway. Yeah. I'm here anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's part of the game, you know, that's got to be difficult. Like, that's why I can never really, like, that's why I always stayed in comedy. I'm acting a bit now, but I never made it my life because the sort of toughness you have to have around that rejection yeah. and, and, and not, you know, engaging in resentment. You, you know, I mean, you're fortunate in that, you know, you you had other turns that, you know, worked out for you, but, you know, I'm a pretty resentful guy because yeah, I'm, I'm petty. Yeah, I'm an unstable, insecure fucker. Bro, you know? <laughs> I am petty as fuck. <laughs> petty Murphy. Petty, yeah. Petty Roosevelt. Yeah. Like, I'm petty, bro. Yeah. I didn't see, let me tell you all the movies I didn't get. I didn't see Alien Covenant. I didn't see uh, Coming to America 2. I didn't that's, see. That's, uh, that's okay. I'm sorry. I can break it down for you. <laughs> Eddie. Free guy. Yeah. I'm not seeing none of, uh, uh, one night in Miami. Yeah. None of them shits, bro. Yeah. And you still won't. They don't exist. Because you know that you're, you know what part you almost had. Yep. But, but go over, you gotta give it to. Guys like, you know, just, uh, uh, like, like insanely talented. Yeah. Savant. Like, yeah, he it's is like, like, it's, it's troubling how talented he is. That dude is, Exactly where he was supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's kind of amazing. A, a creator, and uh, yeah, I've been a fan. When he had a, he had a a YouTube channel, uh, Derek Comedy. That was yeah. like, and I, I've been a fan since then. But I will never, ever see Solo. Yeah, it's funny because like I interviewed him years ago before. Like, 
Well, I guess it was community, and it was before. I think it was before Atlanta, and he'd done maybe the second Childish Gambino record, or maybe yeah. it was just the first one. But you know, and I, he literally introduced me to the world of uh, black nerds. Yeah, I bro. didn't. I didn't know they existed. Yeah, because we hide. <laughs> we hide. You're not allowed. From our own people. <laughs> Shit is rough, bro. Is it? Yeah, man. <laughs> Like, You're oh, kind of one, right? Yeah, I'm absolutely one. I have a, a diamond PlayStation necklace. Yeah. I, my PlayStation is on pause right now, yeah. and I'm halfway across town. All right? Like, I'm a fan of pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, I watch it weekly. When uh, did that start? Man, my older brother, Daryl. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, us playing on Sega Genesis. Yeah. Uh, him teaching me about The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. And, uh, yeah, the Attitude Era, and I just stayed with it. Yeah. It is a live soap opera. Yeah. You love it, right? Come and you on. go. Don't you get, you get, part, you get to be part of it sometimes, right? Bro, I, not part of it yet, uh, but I will. Uh, See, my, one of my agents, Brad Slater, is the Rock's agent. Yeah. So I get in for free 99, Mark. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. I love that for me. Do you want to be, like, why don't you get in the ring, man? Oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> This is, I, this is a plan. This oh, is going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something to look forward to. What about, you got any movies coming up other than The Cocaine Bear? Um, any other ones you're mad about? Yeah. Any, any other fourth callbacks that you're waiting on? I, I, uh, I'm i in the middle of training for Den of Thieves 2. Oh, shit. Because yeah. you're the only survivor. Who are the who are the new people that are going to die? You got... <laughs> Hopefully Gerard Butler, but like, you know, yeah. he's coming to get me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they got me training, dude, and I am miserable. What do you gotta eat? Like, oh, you can do Kamal Nanjiani? Are you doing like full like you can get ripped or are you just gonna get lean? I'm gonna <laughs> No, they got me doing a, a bit of both. Uh -huh. I'm bulking up, you know, losing weight. And oh. uh it is garbage. I am not going to be one of these actors that are like wow. yeah man working out is working out is trash but are you like well how how like bulking up like are you gonna get like uh ripped like rock bulking no, no, up no, no, or are you no, just no, gonna no. get thick no 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 just like yeah you know enough a movie star level nobody yeah. nobody's trying to be Dwayne. Yeah. yeah he's been buff since like 95 yeah. yeah i'm you know i'm i'm chill yeah but i told them straight up after this movie i'm going into animation Oh yeah, yeah. Going to work in my pajamas. Haven't you done that? I did that. I did that bad guys movie. Yeah, yo, I, that I'm movie. the snake, bro. I never got to see it. I hear so much yeah. about that movie. Yeah, just a how sleeper. old's your kid? Five. Yeah, show her the movie. It's funny. Guys. They like them. It's got me and Rockwell and uh, Craig Robinson. Aquafina. Yeah, Craig Robinson is so dope. He's so funny, man. Talented too. He's funny. Yeah, I funny. love that guy. Naturally funny too. Yeah, and he, yeah, he can't help himself. Yeah, just like, like right when you look at him, you wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna die laughing. Yeah, he's just one of those guys. Monster. All right, it's great talking to you, man. Thank you, man. It was uh, fun. I'm gonna leave now. Yeah, gotta get back to the PlayStation <laughs> and your kid. I'm not gonna have this disrespect. Man. How's the uh, tea? Did it work out? It's cold. It's cold now. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so, well all right. Didn't get out of here. Damn. All right, Cocaine Bear is still playing in theaters, and uh, I like that guy. And I'd like for you to hang out for a minute. Reminder, folks, it's your last chance to watch Paul T. Goldman on Peacock before my conversation with the director, Jason Woloner, on Thursday. It's a show that's hard to talk about without really talking about it, so watch it before Thursday's show if you're interested. And if you don't want to listen to something with spoilers, don't worry. 
We have two guests on Thursday's show. The other is comedian Ashley Barnhill. She actually used to work on WTF as a production assistant, and then she was building her comedy career when her life was almost cut short in a terrifying accident. So both Ashley and Jason are on Thursday's show, and tomorrow, for full Marin subscribers, we talk about one of Jason's inspirations for Paul T. Goldman, the documentary American Movie. And me, Brendan and I go almost scene for scene, people. To subscribe to the full Marin for bonus content and all WTF episodes ad-free, go to the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF+. Plus. Here's some uh, slide guitar. Something to live for. Jesus told me so.